0: Hey Warriors, how are you guys doing um, this afternoon? This afternoon um, is, uh, it's Saturday afternoon. Saturday, January the 22nd uh, of 2022. And um, yeah, I'm coming to you guys at 2 o'clock p.m. in the afternoon. Uh, which I always do on Saturdays. Um, on Thursdays or Fridays, it's always the evenings. I always come on at 8 uh, o'clock. Um, uh, but um, during Saturdays, it's always earlier at two o'clock. Um, but um, today, today, I have with me um, two great people who I who I love so much, um, Mr. John Lara, who was actually on last week's um, episode of The Gate. Well, he is on tonight uh this afternoon's episode as well it is so good to have you back on here john how are you uh say hi to the listeners i'm good i'm great hello everyone
1: it's good to be back
0: and of course you guys know and love her miss Constance goodrich aka lady gray (laughs) my uh, one of my favorites uh how are you doing today girl
2: i'm doing good um just been busy this past few weeks, but I am doing great.
0: Yes, yeah, a happy new year to you, Costas. I haven't, I don't think I've uh, really talked to you uh, since the new year began. So, happy new year. Thank you. Uh, I was
2: up at my uh, parents' house. I haven't seen them in like three or four years.
0: Finally, I got to go see them for Christmas. So, yeah. they awesome. They have, they have been wonderful fun. We're going oh. to talk back up again this year and at some point to see them again. So, awesome. I, I, I truly, truly am thankful that you guys had a really great Christmas and a great Happy New Year, too. Uh, well, today, guys, we are going to be talking about a very... Uh, uh, it, it's a good movie. It, its a, It really is. It's a good movie, but it's also a deep movie. It's very... Um, it, it's very... Important that we talk about this movie because of the because of the subject matter. Um, The movie is called The Final. Um, The Final is uh, um, is about bullied teenagers who, in fact, reach a breaking point to where they become the bullies. And then the bulliers become the bullied. Um, And if you guys haven't seen this movie and you guys don't want to know about it, I I suggest you guys shut off this episode now. Um, If you guys haven't seen it, uh, um, it is streaming free on Tubi. So, um, you guys can go, uh, watch it before listening to this episode. Uh, but if you guys have seen this movie, then you guys know how how deep it is. You guys know how, you know, how um, how crazy that they, you know, tortured, uh, tortured the bullies, you know. Uh, it was crazy. Uh, yeah, but, um, uh, well, uh, Let me ask you guys, John and Constance, what did you guys think about um, the final? Uh, You know, how did you guys, uh, because I know all of us in in, in this episode have been bullied or been the bullier, you know, like John has uh, stated before we even uh, started started the podcast. Uh, you know, we've all been bullied. Uh, You know, some of us have even been the bullier. You know, some of you, uh, out there listening may be bullied, may have been bullied, you know, when you were a child, or maybe you were the bullied, or not, I mean, the bullier. And, um, so, uh, I I just want your initial thoughts, um, guys, uh, John, we'll start with you first. What's your initial thought? Uh
3: on the final yeah my initial thought was um first uh stuff like this needs to be more out in the mainstream to help to help people get over being bullied that know that they're not alone yeah that no matter what what is said to them what is done to them someone is always there to for support to where they don't reach that breaking point to where you know what else do I gotta lose and mm-hmm. take somebody out, you know? And to me personally, it, it touched a lot of uh, emotions while re-watching this movie. I'd watched it before, 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. But uh, when I just re-watched it again, I guess when I was actually looking at it from a more cinema stance, that's when all those emotions hit me full force. And it yeah. brought back my best friend of 30 years, how she helped save me from being Brad, from being Bernard and just basically just tormenting and torturing anyone I could see. My friend, Relena helped me in that.
0: Yeah, amen for that, amen for that. And uh, Constance, how about you, hon? What's your initial, what was your initial thought? <laughs> you know, I, singing believe,
2: this. I believe this movie hit really close to home for me, especially with the character, Emily. I was that weird, awkward, outcast girl, which was called Freak. Um, my parents were descendants of German-Americans, so we grew up in a culture where I was always called a Nazi, and I was always told that, you know, it was just horrible stuff. I was bullied from day to day at school, and watching this film, especially with Emily's scenes, it just too close to comfort, and this is the second time I've seen this movie. So, the first time I watched it was with a friend maybe about two years ago as well and we, she noticed right away I was having discomfort with it and then like for three months after that, my mind was so tortured, I had to go into therapy because everything came flooding back in and so, I mean I believe this movie is a good watch to just know that if you have mental issues it can oh yeah be very oh very yeah. disturbing tasks it, it, it can, can be
0: quite triggering it can be quite triggering and uh i do um uh I, I do apologize to you for you know for because that was not my intent Oh, no,
2: it's me. fine <laughs>
0: <laughs> um but okay now on um, wikipedia it it says that the final was released um in 2013 but it was really released before then i think i think it was released in 2010
1: mm-hmm.
3: yeah i think uh, that's around when i saw it
0: yeah 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 because yeah, i think i um i think i remember seeing it um when it was uh i think it was 2013 when i had seen it and and uh so i i did think that was when it was it came out and so when i saw that on wikipedia i was like oh i was right but then on ibdm it says uh february 7 2013 and so then i was confused you know i'm like so when did this really come out you know but it is an indie film is it not is it? yeah, yeah it's yeah. an indie film but I, I gotta say this is one of the better indie films that I have seen yes. in a long time you can kind of tell that it's an indie film but but then again you can't tell because the acting is really good in this guys oh i know the acting is it's, good. Hard, it's
3: hard to believe uh one of the actors is from the little rascal yeah 90s. yeah
0: uh, the guy who uh, plays I andy. Think andy
3: andy was his name in the movie yeah
0: yeah And I, i'm
3: blown away because how can spanky be that be that person
0: right uh, right <laughs> well um well the black guy the the guy that plays curtis he was um in, yeah, uh, in big mama's house so, yeah,
3: he was Yeah, uh, Trent, I think uh, he played Trent or yes. something like that.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh, I okay, I am so impressed that you guys know that.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> oh, I love Big Mama's house. I'm
0: I do too. So Anything Ne Long
3: is in I watch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is good. It is good. Uh a very good comedy movie. But uh but yeah, in in so um but who I was really impressed with acting-wise was the girl who played Emily. I was really impressed yes. with her. And and to know that she's not acting anymore breaks my heart. Now, I think what she's doing now is voiceover. I think she does voiceover for cartoons, which is good, you know, that's great. Yeah, um, I saw her,
3: she's doing a Comic-Con, I think in a couple of weeks. Uh, what oh, was really? it? I wrote it down. Where's that? It it's a uh, Phantom Con, up in the Pennsylvania area. I think I, I think that's what it's called. But it's uh for some of her, her anime films that she did the voiceover work for. It. It's oh. like her and a friend of mine from uh, Texas. They're going to that and kind of like uh, guest features in this Comic Con. I think it's her very first convention that she's going to be doing.
0: Oh, which is kind of cool. cool i would love to meet her because i would i want to let her know that her her acting just really i, I she was more memorable than even the girls who played the bullies in yeah. my opinion she made such an impact she did. you know and uh and, and i would love for her to know that you know i um when yeah. i saw, first saw this movie, uh, I cried. I actually cried because, because people don't know or they either don't know or they don't care that people are, that that teenagers are actually dying because of this, Uh, because of this subject matter, bullying people are just they, they don't seem to grasp the concept of this is not okay. Right. It, 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 because it's not okay. And, uh... Yeah, what... So oh, I, I'm sorry. Go ahead, John.
3: No, it's just, uh, I wanted to bring up what affects me with this movie is, um, Back in high school, I, they didn't go as far as these kids did in the movie, but my brother and I actually helped a couple kids that were constantly bullied and beat up. And, and they were, they were at that breaking point where they were going to do something or do something to themselves. So it kind of helped them out. And it, I think it kind of helps out as well, as far as me with this movie. And we yeah. actually helped save someone instead of them doing something drastic, like, you know, shooting up a school or shooting himself.
1: Right.
3: Right. And, I, and I'm actually friends with uh, with this kid that we helped out to this day. And well, it's good to see awesome. that he's a father of six and he worked at the plants and he's just as happy as he could be. To think that, you know, it it might not be out there if he would have done something.
0: Exactly. Exactly. If he would have because I'm I'm sure he had it in his mind that listen, so and so is gonna get get it today, you know. Yeah. And, and and I always um I always go to um this one true story that I know of that I I followed it for years. Oh my gosh, this story just I don't know, it just tugged at me so deep but do you guys remember um uh, Phoebe Friends? Mm-hmm. She was the girl yes, yes. She was, yes, yes. she was the girl who actually killed herself uh because she was tortured and bullied. Uh I forget what state that was in. Was it Virginia? I forget. I forget. Uh, oh, I forgot. I yeah. I, 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 I totally forgot. But I know it was one of those states. Um, It was either Maine, Virginia, Connecticut. I forget. I forget. But, but yeah, you know, and, and they went after those kids too. They went after those kids. And I, I was so glad that they did because, (laughs) because what they did to that girl was so uncalled for. Mm Mm-hmm. And the way they spoke to that girl was so uncalled for. And that was when I and that was when I knew that that it didn't matter. I don't care if you're ugly, I don't care if you're pretty, I don't care if you're fat, I don't care if you're skinny, you're going to be bullied. And I say that because Freddie Prince, in my opinion, she was much more prettier than the bullies than the girls that were bullying her i am so uh i i'm i'm convinced that they were jealous of this girl i think Mm -hmm. that they were jealous of her i really do they were jealous of her because she was so much prettier than them you know and 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 if they are listening to this right now because i you know even though they went after them i don't think either one of them did hard time or anything like that and they might might be listening to this podcast and if you got if you guys are listening to this podcast and i know that you know i mean because they would all be in their 30s right now i think they were younger than me. I'm 42. They might be probably be all in their thirties and I'm pretty sure they've evolved. They probably are not that person anymore. They're probably not what they were in high school. They probably, you know, ha- have the mindset of what did I do to this girl? Why, why did I, why did I have to be the one to make her go over the edge? You know? So,
1: yeah.
0: so I wanted to say to them that, you know, you've changed you probably have changed so you have to forgive yourself because you're not that 18 uh, that 16 17 18 19 year old person anymore so you have you do have to let it go somehow you do have to let it go you do have to go forward in your life but just know that this does not go away if Phoebe Price if Phoebe Prince were alive today this probably wouldn't she probably would have scars you know yeah so it doesn't when you're bullied it does not go away
2: no no never does
0: right it uh, you know we we say time heals all wounds and, and, and it does, and we say that, you know, uh, you know, you have to let it go, and you do, you know, eventually, you let it go. But for the most part, it's still there. I was bullied for most of my um, academic life. Now, it's funny because one of my bullies were actually friends today um uh but uh and he even acknowledges how that he was angry in middle school he was really angry and and you know so and, and when you're angry you have to take it out on somebody you
1: know? You know, and,
0: yeah like John and John you you can um you can relate to that when you're angry you have to take it out on somebody so uh so and all of that goes hand in hand. And that's why that's why I'm so glad glad that we're talking about this movie. So yes, so yes. glad. Uh, uh let me go ahead with the questions. Um uh John, I'll start with you, sir. Uh, sir. Who is your favorite character um in the final?
3: Uh well I was gonna be um More of the bully type, but when my friend Marlena helped me out and got me better, the character I can relate to and I like the most was Curtis. Because after I saw the light, I became that person that tried to be friends with everyone and also was cool with everyone. And if needed, I was willing to have their back at the drop of a hat. Mm -hmm. And that's what struck with me with Curtis. Because he was social with everyone, but he was more friendly with... I call him the underdogs because that's what we were called. Mm-hmm. That's what they we we were called back in high school. He was more social with them, and he had their backs more than he had the popular kids, even though he was considered one of the popular kids. Yeah. And uh, he just like um, with uh, Robbie, the scene with Robbie when he found when he found out what happened, he quit just jumped on Brad. Yep. He told Brad what's up, and then they went at it to, yep. to protect his friend Robbie. And I don't think it'd be a if she was you know, I don't think he would do that for Brad he was more friends with Robbie than he was with Brad yeah, so that's why I associate more with Curtis but I try to be to this day friends with everyone and help each other because the more positive you bring in the world the more positive the future will be with our kids and yeah. our grandkids and it basically you lead by example kind of mentality and that's what I'm trying to instill with my kids is the you know be friendly but help each other out you know kind of pay it forward type scenario
0: exactly exactly and I appreciate that um John I I respect it you know uh we have to teach our kids just that you know how to pay it forward how to you know be a decent human being how to be friends you know Uh, uh you know one of my um Uh, One of my biggest joys is that my son is actually um, making friends in pre-K. You know, I love that, you know, Um, especially with him being autistic and stuff like that. It's so great to hear that he is, you know, that he is actually talking to people and letting people in and, and, you know, and as as, you know, young as they are, you know, I'm glad that, you know, they are getting that friendship experience. One thing I pray about is him getting bullied because, because of the autism, because, you know, he, he makes noises and, you know, he, sometimes he'll keep it to himself, you know, and so that is a concern of mine. That I'm I, I'm I, I'm very much so praying about so so yeah
3: but um, yeah um, my oldest is uh, he's on the spectrum as well and he gets bullied a lot but um, I've worked with him his therapist has worked with him and uh, he's doing really good. he's got friends now well, his cousin's awesome. the same age so she kind of looks out for him and helps him out so it's kind of. You know, to this day, I I deal with bullying. You know, I yeah. get
0: uh, How old is your son? Because he's a little different. He's 13. Oh, okay, okay. Well, see, my my son is five, so that actually gives me a lot of hope. <laughs> yeah. That gives me a lot of hope. That I mean, uh, let let your son know that we love him and we are yeah. behind him.
3: Oh yeah, I will. <laughs>
0: And Custis, who was your favorite character? I shouldn't even ask. (laughs) Well, I
2: mean, I agree with John. He's like the only character I could stand by with Curtis because of the fact that instead of going into peer pressure, because if you think about it, in every school today, it does not matter where you live or what state you're in, there's always going to be that social group and then social peer pressure where if you're not part of one group you're a loser if Mm -hmm. you're not part of the group you're not talented you're not this you're not this and it's always like war against the groups and with curtis he never let that get to him he was like you know what i'm gonna go talk to them today even Mm -hmm. though you're the Mm -hmm. the death eye because i'm talking to a bunch of outcasts you know or you're or I'm going to go over here and try to do this today. He was just friendly with everyone. He didn't want to have that upset in the school, but one person can only do so much. And the fact of the matter is that out of everybody, when he escaped, he endured so much, but he still came back to try to help everybody. And yes. And with him getting shot in the shoulder, too, I mean, he still stood his ground. He let he didn't let the fear take him in at that point, either. Yeah. So, I mean, I have to say, Curtis, I mean, he he showed us what it needs to be like. People don't need to be cruel towards each other. All of us could get along. We may not have the same interests, the, the same passions or same skin color or race or culture, it does not matter. All of us need to find some common goal where, and I feel like in the schools, we need to get rid of these groups. Instead of saying, oh, I'm the popular kid, say, I am, you know, this is my talents, this is what I do. Right. Not, not. hey, there's a cheerleader group over there, there's the, you know, goth heads over here, here's these people over here. No. I think that needs to stop.
1: Because
0: that's what's funny. us. Oh, yeah. oh so, yeah. I mean, and you know what, Constance, and I don't mean to cut you off, but I, I think that's why I love High School Musical. I really do because uh, uh, you remember the movie High School Musical? It came out in yes, I do. Uh, 2006. Oh yeah. And, and and I, um, I, I, I think because they cut all that. And, uh, you know, they, they, they did, um, I I mean, they spoke on it, you know, um, remember, um, the song in the middle of the movie, um, it is better by far to keep things as they are, don't mess with the flow, stick to the status quo. And, but then they were all like, well, you know, I like to, I like hip hop dancing and I, I like to cook. I like to play the, um. The cello you know and so all of these kids you know they're saying well I like this and I like that and and they began to merge you know yes and, and I think that's why I love high school musical because they because the jocks the popular kids the uh even the bull, bullies you know all of the uh all of the labels, were kind of like dropped. Yeah. Right. You know, and, and um so I think that uh which is another. Uh I think high school musical, you know, um dealt with bullying in a really good way as yep. well. Um all three of them. Yeah. How uh high school musical 1, 2 and 3. Yeah, so uh but but yeah, uh I just I just have to put that in there because you reminded me of that
4: (laughs) oh no that's fine I'm
2: just I'm just saying with me being bullied as bad as I was I mean and I'll tell you guys I'll tell you listeners what I told them before the podcast opened up I had three cheerleaders during my sophomore year come up to my locker and I was trying to grab out a history book and they slammed my locker door shut they looked straight at me and said either go back to Germany or go kill yourself because we don't want you here. How would that make you guys feel? You go home and it's feeling like you have some worth. You feel like maybe you should because all you get is being bullied and tortured like that. And people think it's okay. I mean, that's yes, not do. right. So it's like my kids are Native American and German. And I've always taught them if cruelty comes at you like that, kill them with kindness. Just paying them no mind. Because I've learned from a boy, they're either A, jealous of you because of something you have.
4: That's B,
2: right. CJ, no. Or B, they have some issue going on at home, like parents fighting or something going on terrible in their life that they don't want to talk about. They don't want to look imperfect. Right, or
4: three.
2: Yeah. Or three, they're just that cruel. There's just something about them that just makes them that way you can't explain it it just happens either way we all need to understand that if you're a bullier out there please don't bully people because you don't know what's going through our heads the next morning you might see us on the morning news but we're not alive anymore because of one little thing you said so that's, that's right. all right i mean that's all people need to know i mean we need to not bully. this is this is where it needs to be
0: yes i completely agree completely now my my favorite character besides curtis and i should have said besides curtis because i i knew that every single one of us was going to have curtis as our favorite (laughs) but besides curtis um and i think uh you got you guys probably know know uh emily is my favorite um uh, yeah. character besides curtis because emily was very to me she was very nice i loved emily and um mm-hmm. i love the way that she it, i mean even when she was torturing um which one was it was it bridget even when she was torturing her you could tell in her voice she wanted to be her friend she yeah. still wanted yes. to be her friend. Adrian, you made it.
3: Hey Adrian, I made it. Hey, how are y'all?
0: We are good. Now, um, Great, let me finish yeah. um, my thought. Okay. And then Adrian, Adrian, we're gonna um, play rapid fire because I know that you gotta go. But, um, but yeah, uh, Emily was the sweetest girl. You know, and, and like I said, it, Even when she was torturing Bridget, I think it was Bridget that she was torturing. Uh, But, uh, yeah, uh, Emily, even though, uh, she was torturing Bridget, she still wanted her, she still wanted her to like her. She still Mm -hmm. wanted Bridget to be her friend. And you could tell that by the way that she was talking to her. She wasn't like barking <laughs> orders at her, like Dane. She wasn't like Dane at all. And I, I
3: love the comment. I love the comment she made towards the end. She said, we could have been friends.
0: Oh yeah. Before all of this. And that cut me deeply. That cut me deeply. Yeah. That, that was just, ugh. ugh. Even now, heart wrenching, heart wrenching. Well, okay, a- Adrian. I know you ha- don't have that much time, so I am going to ask you, sir. Can... I
5: have to stay on here. Okay, I got you. <laughs> Stupid iPhones.
0: I know, right? That's why I'm glad I'm on my laptop. <laughs> uh,
5: I wish I was.
0: <laughs> okay, now, Adrian. Uh, like I said, I know you're on a you you're on a tight time schedule, so you can go ahead and. Um, uh give us your opinion on the final and, and your uh, favorite character um, from okay. the final. Um, so, so I do have to say this.
5: So I don't really have any favorite or least favorite characters because for me, the movie hit such a personal aspect in my life. Yeah. And it hit me
0: skin deep. Yes. I was a victim. We've been of talking only- about that. Yeah, we've been talking about it. Yeah,
5: I was a victim of bullying. And it wasn't just because of my race or where I came from. Um, I had hersprungs, which I mentioned on the Poltergeist episode.
1: Yes. And Mm -hmm. it made me look like
5: I was nine months pregnant. And none of the kids really cared that I was sick. I didn't even know I was sick until toward the last of my seventh grade year. But I got called a cow, I got called size 42, I got called uh, a whale. I got called every name in the book. I go home crying all the time. And I felt like I was in such a hard place. I didn't want to go on living. And then one day, one kid, um, so in the computer lab, we had the main computer, okay, and we had, all the other computers. Well, if you go to the main computer and you put in a scrolling marquee, it'll scroll on all of them. Well, one kid wrote that I like men (laughs) and it got all over the lab. All the kids saw it from the next class and I was being called a faggot, a queer. Uh, Just, I mean, horrible names. And I come from a hometown that was very small at the time Mm -hmm. and we weren't really open-minded here. And they still aren't open minded enough. I mean, you still see racism, you still see discrimination, right? And if you're black and you won a Rotary Club award, yeah, you are not going to be on the front page. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to be honest, yeah. but now it's a little bit more open, not as open as it should be, but it's a little bit better. But after the scrolling marquee, I remember I was so upset that I went home and I took 12-odd and I washed it down with a bottle of liquid coating.
0: Oh my gosh, Adrian. And
5: mm. I wanted to die that day. And I would have, except what saved me is I threw up for, oh God, almost three hours. Cause I got so sick and I just kept throwing up. And my parents were out of town so they didn't know what I had done.
0: Oh my God. And
5: I had left a suicide note. Um, I had left music playing on my stereo and, um, and (laughs) I was hoping my parents would come home and find me there with this note I left beside me and the song still playing. And I mean, I got so sick and I remember my mom called and she said, um, hey, how are you doing? And I will just kind of Mm -hmm. slurred speech and I said, oh, I'm fine. You know, and she's like, you you don't sound fine. What did you do? And I said, nothing. And my mom came home a day earlier than expected, and I had shades on. I was sitting in the front yard, and my dad was like, what What did you take? What did you do to yourself? Because they could tell something was wrong, and I said, nothing. Mm. And when I took the shades off, my, my eyes were so bloodshot. My mom said, you were drinking, weren't you?
1: Because <laughs> my mom
5: drank, drank a lot at the dances and stuff. So my mom knew what alcohol made you look like, and I said, no. And then she checked her liquid coating that she left in the refrigerator. And she said, this was full when I left. And I told her, I said, so what does it matter? We live in such a fucked up world. You know, why why should I care? She told me that killing myself wasn't the answer. Mm -hmm. And I just said, uh, I don't care. And you know. I just had a really hard time in junior high because uh, and it makes me cry every now and then because I think of what other kids are going through now and we we haven't progressed and I'm 42 years old so I was part of Generation X right and I was hoping after Generation X that that Y would come along and would change things a little. Unfortunately, it got worse.
0: Yes, it's gotten a lot
5: worse. I mean, yeah, and we're way down the line and we're still not making progress. And you know what, um, what I believe, okay, our generation, we didn't get it right. We didn't do what we should have done, but it also begins at home because I believe a parent should teach their kids how to act and one thing I noticed when I was being bullied, because I'm sure you've noticed when I talk sometimes, I have a little bit of like mm-hmm. slur in my speech oh, or yeah. I have a little mm-hmm. bit of a little stutter, you
0: know? Yes, sometimes.
5: But well, a lot of people don't notice why I have that. I mean, when I was five, my uncle was murdered um, right beside my home. And even though I wasn't there, my aunt was the one who killed him. Hey, in cold blood and I had nightmares every night after that because I was so close to him and I had nightmares about my aunt walking over with a gun and then firing at me and then I could see him just bleeding on the floor and then I went to his funeral so I had that image of him in the coffin
1: right and
5: I had really bad really bad problems after that with my speech, and I was traumatized, and okay. used to make fun of me because of that, plus they made fun of me because of my music, because I sang at all the festivals in town, you know, I think at the State Fair, mm-hmm. but I sang Latin rock, I sing a lot of Tex-Mex, I sing a lot of country, so I got made fun of. I got called a wetback, I got called a fic. <laughs> <laughs> um and i got told to go back to mexico <laughs> even though i'm born here so right
0: kids can be so cool yeah so yeah.
5: i took a lot of cruelty because of that and also um one thing one thing that i do want to point out is that i had a lot of teachers who would laugh right along with the kids i think that that is so wrong and oh yeah
0: I and i was gonna talk i'm gonna talk about that yeah. too the teachers can be just as much of a bully as the kids
5: yeah the teachers yeah yeah the teachers can be horrible and you know what until we train these teachers properly the problem isn't going to change and i remember in the eighth grade when i was being bullied okay i was in the eighth grade and then i remember watching the news and i saw columbine Mm
1: -hmm. oh yeah
5: i remember that i saw all these kids who had been killed at columbine and i thought okay maybe these boys were bullied or picked on but you know what i mean it doesn't make them right but they did so no, I'm in no way. yeah so i'm in no way excusing that but i will say that when we set the kind of example we're setting for these kids now it leads to things like that
1: because parents does.
5: don't pay attention it really does and, yeah no. and they're often in the dark and the teachers just look the other way at it and the teachers have this mentality well let's just all be friends you can't be friends with everybody but you don't have to hate everybody either Mm
4: -hmm. there
5: were people i i didn't like there were people that i wouldn't Mm -hmm. have been caught with walking down the street in like shape or fashion but i wasn't mean to them i just was like well you know you have your group of friends right
0: right you know who you can hang out with and who you can't hang out with or who you shouldn't hang yeah. out with but you're not going to yeah. you know go out of your way to make their lives a living hell for no reason exactly. either
5: exactly exactly and you know i was very different i mean i wasn't like anyone else in my class mm-hmm. i mean we we're all different and we all looked at things from a different perspective but you know what a lot of these kids yeah, just didn't care. I mean, I had a few that were nice, you know, and they would feel really sympathetic.
0: Uh-oh. Your phone went out. We can't hear you. Really? Lord, you? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. How I know? <laughs> yeah, good. OK. So I think that
5: and all these kids, you know, who go back and feel remorse for what's going on around them i think that these are the right kind of kids and we need to appreciate because they obviously have the mentality it is a problem and we're not going to join in which is really nice but uh, all right so i do have to get back to work i'm just noticing the time uh, and
4: yes. unfortunately i
5: work for Darth Vader, so i can't you know <laughs> <laughs> uh, so i can't get too late but i just want to leave with saying with what I said before, the only way that we're going to remotely fix this problem, it's not going to go away. No.
1: It's
5: never going to disappear, but the only way that we're going to remotely make it better is if we teach our kids
1: <laughs>
5: how to act. We try to instill in them, you know, the best mentality possible. And when it all comes down to it, I mean, the kids are going to think for themselves. I know that. I know that we can't walk around with our kids 24 7 i don't have kids but i know a lot of you do yes and i can put myself into the shoes of a parent though and i can say what i would do and i would just i mean i would only hope that my kid would learn respect Mm -hmm. and to not keep others down because as my grandma always said Mm -hmm. okay you can be up here one minute at the top of the ladder you can have your feet knocked right out from under you
4: mm-hmm. and that goes from and that's the truth. The
5: cheerleader every kid yeah who thinks that, that is so the little. truth yes you could be that person that you're picking on you could gain 90 pounds when you're 27 mm-hmm. you know, or 40 which i mean i got a good laugh at my class reunion because a lot of the guys that were mean to me oh god they were humongous <laughs> And I thought, uh, okay, uh, yeah. And that happens. It does. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought, I mean, I can fit in your jeans that you were wearing back then, but uh, I bet you got fit into mine.
4: (laughs) that I'm wearing now,
5: you know, it's like, you know, how do they feel to be size 42 for once? Right. And and I tell you, you you need to learn, you know, now that, you've had a dose of your own medicine. You need to learn that the way you acted was not right. Hopefully you've grown up. I didn't talk to any of them, to be honest. I hated them too much. Right. But I just went to kind of say hi to the people that I did like, which
4: there were a lot of
5: people that I did miss, but I mean, all the bullies I was just like, uh, yeah, hi, whatever. So, yeah. You
0: know, uh, like- and, well, before you leave, Adrian, you know, I was mm-hmm. just saying how you know, uh, the bully the, the bullies you know have probably especially um you know from 10 20 years ago they probably have evolved they probably have grown up and they're probably you know wishing that they weren't so mean now as a 30 40 something year old adult you know so I, I'm pretty sure like you said they they grew up that they, they are now the ones that are heavy set they are the ones that are now considered maybe the losers, you know, because you know, maybe they don't have a job, or maybe they don't have the the perfect job or you know, something, you know, something is going on now in their life. Yeah,
5: and I have children and grandkids. Yeah. Have
0: so so, you know, life will take over. It will take over. And they do have to, um, you know, like I said before, they can't hold on to it. You know, and we can't hold on to, um, just like the bullied. we can't hold on to, you know, that hatred because it will kill us. You know, Well, and they can't hold on to what they did because it will torture them too. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I mean, it, you know it goes both ways it goes both ways well adrian thank you so much for uh dropping in sir yeah, yeah i i know that this um this subject matter this you know uh horror movie touched, touched home with all of us you know so so i'm so very glad that you were able to uh, put your input in Oh, of course thank you you are welcome, and you have a great day at work, Adrian. Yep. Okay, you too. Bye, everybody. Bye, bye honey. Bye, Adrian. Bye. Oh uh, God, God, it, it yeah. It, so bullying touches a lot of people. It does. Yeah. You
2: know how you were talking about the teachers? Yes. Um, memory hit my head. I had not like to spell it, but
0: um.
2: I actually had a teacher give me bad grades on purpose so I wouldn't graduate. Mm. And oh, wow. It hated me that bad that I would do perfect on my assignments. It was like perfect A assignments. And she would sit there and try to tell me that it, they were horrible. And she put F's and D's. And she started telling the principal that i wasn't under i was undermining her in class when i was just sitting there trying to do my homework and right
4: oh my so god I, totally,
2: I totally understand that and here, here's the kicker the teacher was the wife of the principal
0: oh my gosh oh wow oh
2: so he had to go tell his own wife that she had to stop doing what she was doing or he would have to go or my mom had warned him or i will go above your head and go to the school board and your wife won't have a job anymore so how's about that Mm -hmm. yeah so i mean it's i mean that i don't know that just came to my head when you say like the teachers are just as. oh yeah they are they are
0: just as bad uh i i have a friend whose um child has been bullied and um and she said that her teachers would bully her as well um and I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah. my gosh, it, it's crazy.
3: Unfortunately, uh, my son, when he was uh, around five years old, he had teachers that were that way because he was different. They just like sent him to the principal's office or reprimanded him because he was different. They didn't actually talk to him. They treated him like he was dirt oh. because of the fact that he, since he's on the spectrum, he was different.
0: Right. And right. they, just, I'm sure they he, made him
3: a target yeah. every day. Yeah. And now where we're living at, the, these teachers, they're, they're amazing. They're all, they've yes. all personally been trained, and they know how to deal with kids that are different. Yes. And instead of yelling at them or sending them, sending them to the corner, they actually spend one-on-one time with them and help them out. So hopefully, more and more teachers start getting to be that way to help, help the kids instead of just throw them in a corner or send them to the principal's office. Because yep. of the fact that they're different or they use something different.
0: That's what I love about my son's school now. You know, he's in pre-K right now. And uh, uh, his classes, um, uh, they are, uh, they know how to handle autistic mm-hmm. children. Um, um, mm-hmm. So um, uh, for right now, he's good. But I, I'm concerned about kindergarten on up. And yeah. I, I actually am. Uh, considering homeschooling my son because of it you know because yeah. see yeah i'm a christian everybody knows that i'm a christian but listen you're not gonna you're not gonna put your hand on my son that's what you're not going to do you know i and because i'm that i'm that mother that will go to jail or will go to prison you know because i because i i don't i don't play that with my son. Yeah. You, 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 with the teachers or with the kids. Listen, I will fight a kid. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my son is
2: five, just like yours is. And yeah. he, don't have, he don't have autism, but he does have ADHD. He has been tested on yeah. that. So we are dealing with a day-to-day basis of keeping him focused, his extreme energy. Right. Way more than what most kids are. And he's in kindergarten right now and his teacher i have warned her the moment that he even started that he has hdad he does have his moments where he'll sit still but he's very much on a moving basis right he has to
1: stay moving and right
2: i love her to death she is one of the best teachers i've ever met she will sit there and if he gets high energy She'll just let him go play for just a few minutes, get it out, and then she'll sit down. But I mean, it's that's what I fear too. Um, because I fear like one day, you know, as time goes on, there's gonna be kids out there going, Oh my god, you have what? Right, right, and start going off after. Yeah, so I mean, it's something I pray on too every day that. He has people around him who understand him for what he's been test positive for, and what we have to help him maintain every day. I mean, so I mean, I totally understand having someone on the spectrum. I mean, it's not autism, but it's, it's
0: right. It's still a, it's still a, a yeah, a, a disability. It still is considered that. So yeah. <laughs> uh okay we got it a little bit off track here but <laughs> but uh, uh who was your least favorite character uh Constance, i'll go to you uh for this one i think i probably already know who your least favorite character is but who is your least favorite character
2: uh i don't have any yeah <laughs> um, i feel the outcasts and the bullies were both in the wrong
0: at this. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, yeah.
2: The police should have never pushed them towards that limit of what they chose to do. I don't care what you say or do to somebody. It goes back to what I said before. Words are more serious than what people think they are. They do get to your head and they affect you in a way. Now, if somebody's able to actually come up with some psychotic or violent mind over time, they will try to come up with a non-sensible way of taking care of the issue or the problem. And that's not what we want. So I feel like both of them are in the wrong. I mean, yes, I, I do feel bad for the outcast that they're pushed. But them going through a Saw-like torture party. Yeah, guess, yeah. Always, yeah. There was a better way to make this make those bullies see that they, they need to be bullied and it's like paying for pain is not the answer you need to have an understanding of that and that's kind of where I stand I, I really just don't I, I don't have a favorite character and my biggest thing about that and I don't know if anyone else recognized it they're calling the bullies monsters, but if you look at it, they became worse than their bullies because they were actually torturing them. At yeah, yes. Yeah. So,
0: yes, you're you're very right, very very right. Yes, ma'am. And, and and John, how about you? Did did you have a least favorite character? Oh, well, unfortunately, if
3: um, my friend Relena wouldn't have had to help me out and show me the right way. What bothered me the most is I really hated Brad Mm -hmm. because the fact that I, if I, if she wouldn't have come into my life and helped me out, I would have been that Brad beating on the kids that are weaker and basically saying, what are you going to do about it? There's nothing you can do about it.
1: Mm -hmm.
3: So I, it, I guess his character irked me the most because the fact that I could have been that guy, if the right person wouldn't have came along and helped me out. And it's just, he's that type that just he's not used to being told no that everything that yeah. happens if it, it's in his favor and he, he doesn't care about anybody else mm-hmm. or the consequences so if i had to choose it would be bradley yes because yes, yes. mainly it,
0: it you know I, I agree with you i i it, it I was torn between Bradley and Bernard, but Bradley then yeah. went out because Bradley was my gosh, what a jerk! He was the most, he was the biggest jerk of all of all the guys.
3: Oh, I know. And even and then, uh, he became the biggest baby later on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're right about that, but uh, <laughs> but my gosh, <laughs> just a, a jerk all the way around oh i know um okay so and Bernard was more like a follower i guess yeah mm-hmm. yep okay so did you guys have a favorite scene at all uh john i'll start with you for this one did you have a favorite scene
3: um i did uh the favorite scene was uh kind of in the towards the end where basically emily shoots dane because of um and then she gives the speech to uh, her bully saying you know we are all responsible and she yeah. spoke to, to Kelly personally saying you know we could have been friends in another life so it kind of she kind of had that moment where she was for it and then she just finally said you know this is wrong you know and then she shoots Dane to stop him from keep doing these doings to these kids yeah from well she
0: shot him uh from killing Curtis, she stopped him from killing Curtis. Curtis. Yeah, yeah
3: That, and I also like the scene where uh, Robbie tried to stop Dane as well, but unfortunately yeah. Robbie met his demise.
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: Because Robbie had that moment said, so "We went too far on this one." Yep.
0: Yeah.
3: So between those two scenes are my two favorites. Yep.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's the same with you, Constance. Do you have any? Uh, other- my favorite scene would
2: probably be just emily and robbie both acknowledging that dane had gone too far that they that they 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 know they had messed up that they personally wanted kind of some kind of redemption and they didn't want to keep hurting people because they knew that if dane would have gone i I believe if dane would have kept going he would have actually started killing some of those yeah
0: Uh, i i do too yep
2: so i i i i have to agree with john there i mean there there was those two scenes were quite iconic for me because again emily is relate i relate too much to emily's character i was that girl who i just wanted people to notice me i wanted people to pay attention to the fact that i was trying to be your friend and i didn't care about where he came from or what i just if you would have given me a chance we could have had a good friendship and yeah and that that's what i loved with emily and it made me sad when she like ended up you know dying anyway and i was like man like after that oh, yeah. big iconic speech she chose to still take her life
0: right all right and and, and which goes to my um oh, oh, we hadn't got here yet but uh but for the sake of time um do you guys even think that emily wanted to die or or jack wanted to die do you think any of them actually wanted to die do do you think i mean because we know that they had um uh planned on killing themselves you know once the night was done and all of them were tortured not killed they weren't going to be killed they were just going to be tortured tortured but they were going to kill themselves but do you guys think that they wanted to kill themselves uh connie i'll, I'll go with you for, first for this one i
2: don't personally i don't think that emily really wanted to kill herself because again i relate too much to emily i relate to the fact that emily was hurting at that point and even though i think maybe through her head, she's trying to rationalize what she was doing and Mm -hmm. how she could possibly save herself and everybody around her was in a point, a dark point in her life where it was more of a push for her because no matter how hard she tried to pull herself from that decision, she felt like after tonight, would it ever change would people still accept me was there going to be something there that would make somebody appreciate me or would this my actions tonight make people hate me more so i think she took the bullet because she chose that people would probably not look at her the same after tonight yeah especially if the bullies had come out and said hey so and so were the ones who tortured us you know
0: right yeah so
2: i mean yeah i i honestly think emily didn't mean to jack i want to say he still had that plan maybe just a little bit because maybe it was in his initial no going back type of thing but i can still see remorse okay go ahead uh as far as jack like i said i i can't say for sure whether he wanted to or not or he had planned on it but you could tell there was a mixture of commitment and a mixture of remorse so i mean with jack you couldn't really tell but with emily i could tell she really didn't want to but she knew after that night there was no other choice for her so
0: right and my other question is is this um do you think do you guys think that dane was a psychopath the whole time or do you think that he was pushed into being a psychopath or um, or do you think that that he was just psycho to begin with uh john i'll 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 come come to you for this question Um, what do you think
3: personally for for dane i think at the time of this movie he was already at that point where he was just a complete psychopath but Pretty much, and honestly, I think he was, it built up over the years with his parents always fighting and the fact that he was bullied throughout the years. And he even says, you know, since we were, since we were young, uh, real young, you've bullied me all my life. I yeah. think a mixture of that and his home life, it finally got to the point where by the time the movie come, come started, he was just, he was totally gone. He had yeah, already he made his already mind. Here. He said, we're going we're gonna to do this. We're going to take him out. So I think he was, he was met as far as like being a psychopath
4: Yeah, and he I, was
3: well past that point of no return. Unlike the oh, other yeah. kids who had second doubt, second doubted everything. Mm-hmm.
0: I, and, you know, I, I agree with you, um, John, because you know, uh, I mean, being bullied in your formative years you know kindergarten on up that's i mean that's Mm -hmm. i mean just think about it think about being bullied from pre-k or kindergarten all the way up to high school yeah it's like how much can our psyche take Yeah,
1: you know
2: see and the one thing that got me about game, i don't know If you guys feel the same way, but he referenced in the movie, they're all in the circle and they're like praying to God that if he feels like these kids should survive, to stop them. That if he doesn't give them a reply, then he knows the answer. And Dane basically said, "God has forsaken them," basically. Mm -hmm. And I really hated the fact that Dane had to make it like God. It was God's fault
0: that these kids. Right. Yeah 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 yes he did he really did but and, and you know and, and that um comes to my last question how does this pertain to the bible and and uh I, i'll um go first um for this one um one of my favorite um scenes and i i don't even think i got um got a chance to tell you guys my favorite scene but but one of my favorite scenes is when they do pray because they do have a mind to mm-hmm. pray to god you know i love that but then i have to ask myself which god were they praying to right well, because god is the god of life you know I, so I, I so you know i i did have that thought like who are they praying to it, it can't be the god the god of the lord of hosts it can't be that God. right it can't it can't be the guy because he's the god of life you know uh but as crazy as this may sound you know he wants us to have life god god uh does want us to have life and have it more abundantly and that uh that scripture is john 10 10. and uh but and Dane has said god was silent but he really wasn't though. God wasn't silent. God was telling them and he was screaming mm-hmm. at them not to do this. And and I and I will tell you, uh Curtis was not supposed to be at that party. Was nope. he not? Curtis and I think they had to that they had the tried sign
3: for uh, for Robbie. Yep. Because Robbie Robbie mentions uh, what's he doing here? He wasn't invited.
1: Yeah,
3: I think that was it's for Robbie to say, "Oh no, what what we're doing is wrong." And that's what yep. caused Robbie to try to stop Dane. Yeah,
0: because but he the,
3: liked Curtis, because Curtis was there to help him out uh, throughout life.
0: Exactly. Yes. Yes. And and but that's not that's not um and uh, I'm I'm trying to get at mm-hmm. how remember Dane says fate brought Curtis here. Yeah. Fate brought Curtis here. Mm-hmm. But then yeah. later, without even knowing what Dane had said, Curtis says what? Fate brought me here brought to me stop here. you. Yeah. You know, so so, so God was there. Mm-hmm. They just didn't, well, Dane just wasn't listening. And, and, and you mm-hmm. know, and and that's that goes for most kids though, you know, I, I know that most teenagers do not give a second thought of God. You know, they, they don't, uh, I, I, you know, I have to say that most kids, you know, from the age of 13 to about maybe 18 or 19 years old, they only go to church because their parents go to church. They have to go to church. right? <laughs> you know so it's not like you know oh i'm going to go to church this sunday or i'm going to go to bible study this wednesday not for most kids for most kids they want to go out and party with their friends or stay at home and play a good video game or watch a good horror movie (laughs) but but (laughs) but um but for the most part god is not you know in their heads But I mean, but then then you do have the occasional kid who does love the things of God, who does love, you know, going to church on Sundays, who does love going to Bible study on Wednesday. You know, you you have, you have those two. And, and let me just say, if you are, if you are that teenager and you're listening to this podcast, I, I, I applaud you for it because you know, uh, uh, not, uh, even me, I didn't even ta- I did not take my Christianity uh, seriously until I was 27 years old. I was 26, 27 years old. you know And, and, and I think that's when we kind of uh, you know get settled, you know into being our authentic selves. you, you know, when we're in our 20s, late 20s, early 30s, late 30s early 40s late 40s and on you know I think that's when we start you know to say to say to ourselves you know I've got to grow up you know I, I've got to get my life together I've got to get my spirituality in order I've got to you know I've got to get my life right with Jesus you know and so and so that and that's why I say you know that you know, all, all of the bully, uh, people who have grown, who have now grown up, I'm Mm -hmm. sure they look back on it and, and like, oh my gosh, what did I do? Why did I do it? You know? (laughs) So,
1: uh,
0: but, um, uh, and I do want to say if you are a teen and you're listening, uh, to this particular podcast, I I really do think that it's not coincidence. I do think that God has you know has l- led them to this podcast, you know. So and, and if that and if that's you and, and you're either a bullier or you're the bullied, just know that there is help out there. You know, uh, if you don't want to talk to your parents. Talk to a teacher. If you don't want to talk to a teacher because the teachers are just as bad as the bullies, go to somebody else. But get help. And I don't care if you're the bully or the bullied. um, Get help. Uh, but uh, uh, what do you guys think about um, this question? How how does it? How do you think that it could pertain to the Bible? Um, if you guys have an opinion, you guys don't have to answer if you guys don't want to. But uh, Connie, I'll start with you.
2: There was one Bible verse I'd always touch
0: my heart whenever I feel like taking vengeance upon
2: other people, and I'll read it, <laughs> and it'll make me feel better. Yeah. But. It's from Romans 12, 19-20. It says, Beloved, never avenge yourself, but leave it for the wrath of God. For it is written, Vengeance is mine. I will repay what I will repay, says the Lord. To the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. For by doing so, you will heap burning coals upon his head. And basically, it goes back to... Instead of being mean back to the bully, be kind. I mean I've had incidents where bullies have noticed they've been trying to be mean to me, but I it just I, I just treat them like I would treat other people, like how I wanted to be treated. And it would stomp them to the point where they'd be like, wait a minute, did she really just hand me does she really just tell me good morning and in a chipper mood? right and ask me did she really just tell me that you know you know it, it does not take much because i mean maybe they want to maybe they're not getting much kindness either like i said maybe their parents are fighting maybe something bad is going on in their life and yeah. have somebody reach out and go hey I understand maybe why you're bullying me, but it's it's okay. It's all right. Whatever you're going through, it's okay. You know, it's going to be okay now. Just, you know. And it's like not showing any reaction nowadays to bullying kind of helps, too, because they lose their power.
0: Yeah, they do. You're right about that. And
2: yes. they start losing their power. They don't want to do it anymore. It's not fun, so. I mean, so this verse has always helped me. So I always tell people read read this verse whenever everyone take vengeance and then decide, because yeah, God God will do what needs to be done with them, not you. Yes. So. Yeah.
0: And, you know, I I do want to make it very clear that um uh they were not the heroes of the movie. No. You, you know they they were not the heroes of the movie. They were very foolish and very they were as foolish and as stupid as their bullies, if you want my opinion. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and uh, Mr. Uh, Mister Lara, how do you feel about um, if it pertains to the Bible or not?
3: Uh, a lot of it, you know, it's basically based on faith like yeah. like you you brought up you know curtis you know if they brought me here as well as um even the scene where the cop pulled the boys over he could have he could have done something to stop them instead of just letting them go yeah. and he even mentioned you know i'm feeling christ-like and he uh, sends them on their way after he of course takes his we he says i'm feeling christ-like uh, here's here's your sign of forgiveness mm. but it is it all stems from um pay it forward Kind of like when my grandpa used to tell me, you know, treat people the way you want to be treated and the world will be be a better place. And to this day, I try to work on that as well. Just try to treat people the best way that you possibly can. And eventually, hopefully some, sometime soon, which I unfortunately doubt it, that it will become a better place for the kids of the future.
0: Yes. I agree. I agree and uh, because the I mean the kids are our future, you know uh, mm-hmm. and and we've got to protect them. We have to protect the children
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know um, and and uh, I, I think it was um I think it was John I think you were the one who said you, you know we can't be with our kids like 24 seven. Um, but yeah. um but we can protect them in, in different ways you know we might not can be with them but we can still protect them and that's what we gotta do well guys i don't have any more questions but i have five fun facts here um my first fun fact is um during the filming of the needles scene Many of the prop needles went through the prosthetic neck and chest and into Daniel Ross's. um, I I, I think he plays Bernard. It went through his skin. Uh, My fun for number two is uh, uh, Travis Tedford. Uh, He plays Andy Spanky from uh, The Little Rascals. Uh, He pranked everyone by putting on a fake Hitler mustache for one take. Um, my fun fact number three is uh, Lindsay Cedo's now I, I found this one hilarious, which is why I put it down. But Lindsay Sito's father, now Lindsay Cedo plays Emily. Her father was on set for the needle scene. <laughs> Imagine seeing your daughter doing that.
3: Oh I know.
0: Um my fun fact number four is um Justin Arnold, who plays Bradley, had longer hair that was cut into a buzz cut to play the character. And my fun fact number five is Linus Gate and After Dark Films changed the original poster art from a masked outcast with guns hovering over schoolgirls to a little girl at her desk in a classroom. The controversy over the original artwork forced them to make the change. But I I actually think um, that would have worked better than the schoolgirl sitting in her seat. I I think the original artwork actually would have worked better um now I move on to the cast and crew that has passed away there's only two and and they're not even a part of the cast they are executive producers of this movie uh one passed away in 2004 and he was 81 years old now I have no idea how that happens I mean, he passed away in two thousand four. He's the executive <laughs> producer of this movie, but the movie came out in two thousand ten. I have no idea how that happened. Oh wow, I have no idea. Um, and then there was another um, uh, executive producer, Edward Lewis von Hahn. Um, he passed away too, but I could not find any information on him. And I think it's. It's probably because this movie is an indie movie. It wasn't mainstream. It was not that I can remember. I don't remember it being mainstream at all. So, and I would move on to to my group's reaction, but um, I uh, I only got two, and John, you were one of them. Uh, but but the other one, um, she hadn't even seen the movie, so she's checking it out. She's checking it out now. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, we are we have come to the end of my podcast, guys. So uh I thank you both for being here for this important episode. uh listeners, I thank you for listening to this important episode. And uh I just um, uh for my last words, uh, I just I, I want to encourage all of us, To just love each other, you know, Uh, and it doesn't, it it truly does not matter if you're black, white, Mexican, Arabic, Egyptian, Italian, German, you know, it, it doesn't matter. We are all here for a purpose and we're all here for a short time. I mean, look, it's January 22nd. 2022 and we've already had like six famous deaths yep so we are uh, i mean love you know love each other that's all that's all i can that's all that's all i can say it's just love each other and um i i do want to mention my group page uh, my horror movie Warriors group page you guys can go on and um uh, we will let you in uh Constance is one of my administrators and uh and we will um and uh, you know we've been um, um uh, hammering down on some folks too because um you, you know we've um, gotten uh well Constance got uh, uh, uh scammed. Uh, yeah. uh,
2: it wasn't really scammed. Uh, okay, I'll just tell the listeners real quick. Uh, so apparently, some hacker got into my Facebook account. So if you're out there, hacker, thank you very much for ruining my first account. <laughs> right, but, uh, um, Basically, they got in within a matter of few matter of few seconds. I was on my computer, staring at my Facebook page, and it just logged out on me. I didn't log out. It logged out on me. And when i tried to walk back in it said that i had a new email and that it was going to send me a code but it was not my email and from there they started sending text messages to many of my friends asking for money for surgery to grant rewards, oh, yeah to all this stuff and thankfully i think facebook has gotten rid of that account since then but guys please uh if you guys get any kind of scam like that from anybody's personal account, block them and report them real quick because those are scammers and those are hackers. They don't let this happen. To
0: you. Yes, yes, and uh it, it's so good that you caught it though, um, Constance, yeah. because they could have took your money. Yeah, they could have yeah. could have took anything you know, personal value. Yeah, that 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 is not okay. But um. But yeah, um so we've been looking out for that, you know. Um I I had to um delete a lot of um uh foreign, you know, pe- you know people mm-hmm. because of that, you know, c- because usually that's how it that's where it starts. Uh you yeah. know, from the from those foreign uh, sites or what have you. So I, I I did delete a lot of those. Um I, I i am sorry if you were one of them but we can't take any chances yeah so, that's right. <laughs> so but yeah well guys that's all yeah. she wrote from me to from me and my guest today um i will be back on th- thursday i i i i forget which movie i'm doing on thursday uh but um, uh, but
3: dr dr giggles
0: am i doing that to- oh thank you john I think i'm doing dr Giggles, guys <laughs> and i can't wait for that either I, um but um so uh I, thank you for listening listeners and john and constance thank you for being my guests i of will course. we will talk of to course, you guys always. yes yeah we always have so much fun doing the podcast mm-hmm. always so we will see you guys later bye bye